Welcome, everyone, to There Goes My Money, a Radio Free Cybertron podcast, episode number seven, recorded on Monday, May 11th, 2015. This week we have Brian Kilby and Chris, a.k.a. XV. So you'll be really intimidated this week with both of us here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. I'm sick. I'm only like 70% Brian. I, this week, I just hope that I actually go through the slides at the right time, and if I can do that, it's a win. So, uh, real quick, just wanted to talk about uh, Radio Free Cybertron as a podcast network, because, I don't know, maybe you're listening to this show and you've never listened to Radio Free Cybertron before. Probably not, but there's a chance. Uh, we have... A number of other podcasts. So Radio Free Cybertron as a podcasting network is the main place you need to go for Transformers news and talk. And I would agree with that. Yeah, that. Yeah, what he said. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's something we don't do enough, you know, or at least I don't do enough of is talk about the other, you know, the other content we have. So definitely, uh, you know, like us on like us on Facebook and um, follow us subscribe on to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Every place is different, but you know, connect with us, and you'll and we'll connect be in, with you. Be in the loop. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all that I talk about. So like, I don't have to actually do anything else other than talk about the other shows. It's pretty amazing. Connect with us, and we'll transform your day into an adventure. Yes. And speaking of transforming stuff. Uh, Ooh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cough. I'm sorry. (laughs) This week, the first item, and I always like to start off with official products first. uh, And this is a good one to start off with. It's MP26 Masterpiece Road Rage. And its MSRP or listed price is $74.99 with an estimated release date of late October. Just go ahead and pre-order this one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's an official masterpiece. I, I'm definitely pre-ordering it. I, I have to. This one is pretty uh, heavily retooled, too. So I wonder if uh, Takara went the route that they do with some of the deluxe toys and have extra pieces like on the sprues when it's molded or if this is just a completely new mold. I, you know, based on that they have that process in hand, I'm actually more surprised they haven't leveraged that before now beyond like alternate heads. It's great. I'm I, I'm really impressed with it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't care about getting tracks at all, but this looks so nice. Yeah, that red they put on that is just pretty. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Road Rage is a female character. Yeah. And uh, I, I agree with you guys. This this was known at Takar from the beginning because, I mean, Trax isn't even out yet. They already have that. You know, we're already seeing photos of this. So obviously this was the plan from the beginning. Yeah, And, and Road Rage comes with a little twin cast. Yay, twin cast. <laughs> and as the other people, what is that silver thing? Is okay. that a stand? Okay, so, um, no, so for the flying car mode... Tracks will have a little gun barrel that can fit on the front end because that was a thing that happened in the cartoon at least one time. 
and this just has the same piece because it shares accessories except for Raul. Oh. I know they should have just made like a you know they should have made a character that was uh, a repainted Raul. Call him you know Harvey or something. Yeah, that'd like, been great. Add some <laughs> like fiction. Or like uh, you know make him a Nebulon character. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I could I could deal with some more. Well, okay, more I nebulons. mean look at it this way: like um, when the Road Rage character was created, it was I think a two pack with cross cut, which was. Um, the recolor reissue skids mm-hmm. and crosscut was crosscut's thing with being an ambassador of road rage is his bodyguard so i mean it doesn't real it's not a far leap that okay so road rage has like an alien contact somewhere yeah maybe maybe a battle beast i Ooh. want ba- i want battle beast yeah repaint raul as a battle beast yes yes i don't think that would work <laughs> so chris are you going to pre-order this or I very well might. This looks really nice. <laughs> also, have. I've like I've I've always I've always had a soft spot for Corvettes, so you know, little little extra appeal there too. I, I agree with that. I had a '98 red Corvette, so I'll definitely be picking up this figure. Yeah, the, the '70s, early '80s ones are so much nicer, though. Did you blast the Prince song wherever you went? <laughs> no, you should no. have. I didn't even know what Prince, who Prince was, probably when I had that car. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so on to the next item. Uh, next I on the list, range of life experiences is so weird. <laughs> next on the list, we have Finn's Toys FT07 Stomp, which of course is not Masterpiece Sludge, and it's got a. Uh, MSRP of one ninety nine ninety nine, and estimated release date, which very estimated, especially with fans' toys because they always get pushed back. But they do produce produce nice quality, so I don't mind it getting pushed back. But this has an estimated really release date of December two thousand fifteen. So, Diecast, you weren't aware of Prince in, uh, you know, the late 90s, but do you remember Stomp being a thing? St- yeah, Stomp being a yeah, because that was always on TV. Yeah. Know? That's what this makes me think of for obvious reasons. <laughs> I, I like that it has the little uh, bulging eyes from Transformers the movie. Like I Okay, so, like, with that, I want to see somebody get this and have Titan Devastator take the picture <sighs> – you know, the obvious picture, punching him in the back and making the eyes bug out. I will definitely justify, do that. Justify this piece's existence. <laughs> I, I would say if you've already bought the others, you're going to get this. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, since I haven't, I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically the same for me. <laughs> you know, I like Sludge, and um, I'm glad that I own the original toy. But, Did you uh, break it? No. But I have no desire to get this. I might I, – I would consider maybe getting the, the rest of the fans project, um, Dinobots. But, well, this is really nice. And it after seeing uh, the first couple in person, it much, they're much nicer than I, than I would have expected. But I, and I, I still wonder what's going to happen when they get to Grimlock. <laughs> well, it's the it's next good. one after this, so – 
Maybe that's what I happened. Your style upsized bootleg. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to all of the ones at Toys R Us. They just bought them up and they're going to repackage them. No, I With I I, I have faith in Fans Toys. If there's one third party company right now, I have faith in it's Fans Toys. No, I mean like you know the stuff they're doing looks really nice. I just do not personally have an interest in Dinobots in this style. I I. I love the masterpiece style. I say it all the time. If there was one style I would have to stick to, it it would be that. And uh, the engineering on this guy looks very similar to Sever, which I had a test a test shot of, mm-hmm. and that figure was awesome. So I think this figure is going to be awesome too. And you can all that, like I said, the transformation is similar, but it's still different. Uh, the tail is going to fold inside the legs. And then the foot is going to collapse inside itself and be on the outside of the leg, which is actually cartoon accurate. So I think they're doing a good job with these. It's interesting. And like, Go ahead. The, the process to get there is probably going to be really interesting to see executed in hand when people start getting these. Cause, I mean, it's making a really clean, smooth look on this, and it's hard to like wrap my head around the mechanics of – how like the pass throughs and stuff are going to work to make it look like this. I'm sure it's not pertinent to the final toy, but if you look at the photo, uh, the inside of the right leg, it looks like it's been blurred in Photoshop. Yep. I wonder why that is. I think they want to leave some stuff to, you know, to be revealed later. And, you know, like so the inside people of the get right excited leg. about it. Yeah. I, I mean, mean there's, the tail's going to be in there. We know that. There's definitely a thing in third-party collecting where people are interested in the toys for the engineering and they want to preserve like the little tricks and innovations for when they actually get the toy in hand. And I think some of the third-party companies are understanding that and actually like – So the third-party companies are protecting their own IP. That's interesting. I'm taking it more as the third the third-party companies are um, – helping to rein in spoilers more than protecting their IP. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Like so that the buying audience does not learn about this before they decide they want to. I would. So, okay. So I would almost take it that they're, they're worried about other third party companies swooping in and taking their own engineering. Okay. That's a great idea. And then instead of (laughs) releasing a toy in December of 2015, they released something in August, 2015 or September, 2015. It could be a little bit of that, too. I mean, I could I could see that. It's just like, you know, the people I've seen talking who are really – they can get really adamant about, you know, don't tell me how this works. I want to experience it for the first time when I get it. And, you know, marketing that way, when you know you're doing something really interesting with how you make the toy transform and you understand there's people that don't want to know ahead of time, I could see, like, obscuring some details so you can get the general idea but leave the details to be learned in hand. Okay. So, Chris, this is going to be a pass for you, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm definitely on board with this, and like Brian said, I I have the other ones, so it's kind of a must uh, to complete the set. And yeah, I'm I'm excited about it, but it's also probably not going to be out till 2016. So <laughs> there's a lot. You of, never know. Yeah, yeah. So next we have a figure that's already out, but 
it's sold out. The first run is sold out. So this is X-Trans Bots Apollyon, not Masterpiece Megatron. And the second run, which has a price increase of $15 and is now $164.99, and it's an estimated release date of June. That's kind of a shame. I felt like the 149 was like a really good spot for it to settle into. What are what are people thinking about Apollyon now that it's actually in the hands of folks? I don't know. It's not in my hands yet. <laughs> it's still, I've heard good things. I've heard mixed reviews on it. It sure looks nice. It's Yeah, like what I'm hearing is like some of the engineering, you know, there's like little swing arms and stuff that could be a little bit bigger and thicker. But for the most part, it doesn't really have like fundamental problems. It doesn't feel like it's going to fall apart. It's not Masterpiece Megatron. That's an important one, by the way. It looks, uh, so, <laughs> it looks so much better to me than Hegemon did. So, Well, Hegemon wasn't even supposed to be like Masterpiece grade anyway. Well, I mean, it's, it's still, you know, uh, supposed to be like the best G1-ish Megatron that we – We'd received thus far. It was, and it was, and it just, but it just doesn't look right to me. And this looks much better. It looks more like Megatron. This oh, no, looks I mean, good. It looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I think there's still a little bit of the plastic quality and tolerance quality that we've come to expect from X Trans bots and uh, KFC. So that kind of worries me a bit, and but. Their price point was always a little bit cheaper. Now that the price is starting to increase, I don't know if this can compete. This figure will compete because it's a Megatron and it looks great and a lot of people, you know, want that that type of figure. Mm-hmm. But with – there are other figures going forward if it's not a Megatron – I don't think it's going to do as well if there's still the amount of quality issues that I'm seeing for this particular figure. So a thought just occurred to me. I don't know that I would want to own a Megatron that I would be uncomfortable pulling its trigger. So with this Megatron, if I didn't feel comfortable pulling its trigger in gun mode, I I would pass. And if if there are plastic tolerance issues or if that's not metal – or if there's no mechanism inside for it to, you know, fire with, I don't know that I would want it. I think it's supposed to have like a little clicky deal on the trigger. Yeah, I'm not, be- I'm not sure. I believe that's be what I've heard. I'm going to pick this um, figure up, but I may – this may be my last figure from them. Like two things. Like first – Maybe the $15 price increase is a result of, you know, they got the first run, they got samples from that and decided, you know, let's get a few things changed. That led to a price increase a little bit. So, you know, maybe from the second run onward, it'll be a little bit, you know, tighter tolerances and uh, material quality. Um, The other thing, it may be the price it is because to get this transformation to turn this robot into an actual gun looking gun requires a greater level of complexity. So, you know, more parts, more assembly time, more development costs, you know, it all contributes to having this high price point. Mayhap so. 
Yeah, uh, apparently the second run is supposed to be exactly the same as the first run, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I necessarily believe that because <laughs> X-Trans bots and KFC have a history of fixing stuff on the second run and not really telling anyone. Like Transistor, they did it with the little hi-fi guy. Um, his legs and arms were black plastic painted white, and the paint was just coming off along with Transistor's paint was coming off and they changed that to where the Hi-Fi had actually white plastic for his arms and legs and Transistor had a head wobble apparently and they fixed that on the second run too. So there is a difference. Yeah, I mean like they could say that the second run is is exactly the same and mean like, you know, in terms of what comes with it and like the parts that are assembled to make this toy, they're all the same, but maybe they're put together a little bit differently or yeah. there's been a change in how the materials are chosen for this. It's it's like it's a lot of marketing language. Yeah. And yeah. from someone who couldn't even successfully change their brand name, I don't know how much of that I trust. I'd almost feel more comfortable ordering the second run of this figure than the first run too. based on their track history. I would too. Um, and, you know, sometimes the second run is where a company gets a complete turnaround. It's hap- That happened with Mastermind. Like, their first figure uh, was terrible when it came out. They did a second run in a different color scheme. It was great, and they have done good stuff ever since. It just sometimes it takes that one really bad mistake, and that's when things turn around. It may be a little late for that with X Trans bots, but you never know. Uh, anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and go on. This is a pass for yeah. me because as great as it looks, the price is just a little bit too high. Yeah, it's a pass. I'm going to skip it. Yeah, that, I'm uh, like I said, this is my I'm getting this figure. It's the last, but it may be the last <laughs> KFC or X Trans bots figure I get. I'm going to hold out for um, a masterpiece that will hopefully eventually come out. I hope so. It has to eventually. I mean, they need something big for next year. Galvatron, I think. I, I almost think they'll do I Galvatron wish, I before. Wish. <laughs> I Because like, if they did that, we'd finally have a good Galvatron toy. Finally. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, we have X2 Toys Upgrade Kit for Combiner Wars Megatron. This is another upgrade kit. And this one has um, it's a, this one has the turret and the legs to make it more G1 Megatron legs, if that makes any sense, uh, and the gun barrel to clip on his back. Yeah, so what I'm basically seeing here is they made boots for this to thicken the legs up and, you know, make the treads not so obvious. Also add ankle tilt because that matters to some people and clip a gun barrel to his back. And while this integrates better than the other upgrade kit in tank mode, I'm still not really – it's not solving the actual problems the toy has, I don't think. Well, it is – at an MSRP of fifty four ninety nine, so it's, really? it's more. Yeah, it's more than it's more than the actual toy cost in the store. Really? I had to look this company up because I had no idea who X Two Toys was. I recognize the name. They haven't done a lot of stuff, but it's all been in the vein of like upgrade stuff. Like one... I think the most I think the most complicated thing they did was to make um, 
a transforming gun for Metroplex. So Don started a third party company a couple weeks ago. I thought this was it. Maybe I'm wrong. No, they they actually did uh, Rotor and Furlough. Uh, that that was their first figures that they did. Uh, but they also did the upgrade kits for the Generations um, Hoist Wait, and Trail Trailbreaker. So they they've been doing some upgrade kits, but God, fifty four ninety nine is just a lot for a figure I only paid you know forty five for. Yeah. What are Rotor and Furlough? Um, they're the uh, two little red and orange guys. Oh, the Autobot clones. Yeah. So, so if you don't like Combiner Wars Megatron, a $55 upgrade kit is not going to make you like Combiner Wars Megatron. No. No, and like, even if you don't like it and on the chance that an upgrade kit's going to help you, probably the other one is a little bit better overall. Yeah. I feel like. I like it better. Like I said, the, the tank mode integration is a little bit nicer on this. I mean, it more like, you know, put more weapons on there instead of having shoes on top that you can sit little figures in just because there's a hole there that they fit. Otherwise, I mean, and the, this base mode they've come up with, too, is very superfluous, as, it, as most it, base modes are. It's interesting. It reminds – it kind of reminds me of uh, – the uh, artillery mode they invented for Cloud Shockwave, oh God. which just just looks like anybody using is doing bad things to a purple whirl. Uh, <laughs> I've got a bad image in my head now. Good. <laughs> so uh, done. I guess we're all passing on this. Oh yes. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Considering I haven't even taken my G1 uh, Combiner Wars Megatron out of the box, <laughs> I don't think I need an upgrade kit for it. I finally saw one of those in person today, too, in a store. That's, so, that's so rare. Far, yeah, so far, you know, I've only seen either Empty Spaces or Armada. Oh. Please tell me you saw Armada in the same store, too. Well, yeah, there was one of each. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, that that's going to be out in July too. Just in case anyone wants to pick that up. And the next on the list is that these two items I'm very excited about: Unique Toys O-04 Siegfried, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's listed at one thirty four ninety nine with a estimated release date of June. Honestly, it just looks like hunger with more detail. I mean, he's not a bad figure. Yeah, h- hunger, I mean, upscaled, yeah. I mean, he's a pretty competent figure still, and this doesn't really add anything to it. It's not bad looking. It's just, I don't feel that I need it. Well, you do if you're going to make an Orden. Yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, though, like, you know, that, that's kind of the point you're at. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I have the other three, so that's why I'm excited about this, and I feel like it's going to be a great combiner. But I totally get what you're saying about this looking like a, you know, an upscale version of uh, Finrar. So this is O four. We also we already have uh, photos of O five. O five looks like it's fully painted. Is this fully painted? 
this is not it does not look fully painted and that's the that this is supposed to come out before five this is supposed to come out in june i mean hunger should have more red in general than this right Mm, he, I mean, this—it's not far off, but like the head specifically is, you know, it's in bad need of paint. Like, uh, paint, paint the head, and actually, it's pretty passable. Well, I mean, the the animal mode needs more detailing too, like eyes. Honestly, yeah. So yeah, well, I, not not just eyes, but yeah, that's a good starting point. I hope this is, you know, not the final, final painted. I would be really surprised if it was because it's so out of sorts visually compared to the rest of them. Yeah. So I'm definitely getting this. I'm already three figures deep. So, <laughs> And I kind of like that the fact that I'm actually going to get the, the center bot before, you know, as not the last figure. Yeah, it seems like a weird choice to me, honestly. Either, like, you know, start with the core or finish with the core. Don't put it in the middle. I mean, do put it in the middle, but don't release it. <laughs> <laughs> well, did Mastermind on their uh, Feral Rex do, you know, two legs and then the center and then the arms? I don't know. Probably. Which, you know, that's that would have been cool, too. So I'm just I'm just of the mind, like, you know, when you're releasing a combiner, either set it up where you can you start with the middle so you can start piecing it together immediately when the first limb comes out, or wait till the end so that you don't have half a combiner built while you're waiting for more. As long as the end isn't like five years later. Well, yeah. Like, you know, FunPub did that time. Yeah, where I was even thinking of the uh, throttle bots. Oh, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's probably one of the but, best but, examples of dragging a combiner out. But Throttle Kaiser has so many problems besides its release yeah. schedule. And then as Brian so you guys you guys are both passing on this figure. Yeah, I mean Orton's something, you know, maybe down the road I will pick up as a set, but like, you know, right now piecemeal it's all passing. Yeah. I'm gonna wait for I do want I do want to get troll though. I mean I, yeah. I would like to have a nice blot. Yeah. Having troll would be great, but um, hopefully Hasbro will do a uh, an Abominus. So oh, I'd love, I would love that Abominus and uh, yeah, Piranha King, yeah. uh, uh Piranha or God Neptune. Getting that in King Poseidon. I just want to King Poseidon. I just want a Computron first. We might be getting that anyway. <laughs> I've got a perfectly good Creo Computron. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, and as Brian said, next on the list is the Unique Toys O-05 Hagen. We'll go with that. Hagen. It was either Hagen or Hagen, uh, and it's as uh, it's at a price of ninety four ninety nine, with an estimated release date of July. I hate to say this, but I look at these pictures and it looks like a Legends toy, and I can't get the ninety four something to really work in my head. Yeah, I, I'm almost wondering if they released this figure last because this is the weakest figure out of the bunch. And they just – they figured they'll put him at the end because people are going to buy him because they got all four already. Maybe. I don't – I think Cutthroat's probably the least popular of the Terracons anyway. He's kind of – not the, he's not the most visually boring, but he's like the one everybody forgets about. 
Because he's like a buzzard or something. I mean, robot mode's not bad. It's just that... It's really basic looking. That's the problem. Yeah. And it makes a nice arm. It it does look like it makes a decent arm for uh, Orden. So that's at least good. I guess. Like I said, I just look at this and I can't help thinking, hey, it's a Legends toy. Wait, it's not? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure in person it'll be that those. I just wish there was something they would have did with that upper torso um, in beast mode or whatever you want to call it. Um, Yeah, I mean, actually, it kind of looks kind of like a G1 toy in that respect, honestly. In in the sense that it's literally just a torso with some arms hidden. It's actually not far off. Yeah, I mean, like, unlike Hunger, it doesn't really work here to just, you know, update the G1 toy. You kind of need to... They needed to do something different with this. Yeah, they needed to reimagine it to an extent. Yeah. Be bold like, about troll, it. Troll is not just G1 blot with elbows. And Troll has the hopes and dreams of, like, a whole generation of fans behind him. Like, uh, <laughs> Cutthroat doesn't, so. Yeah, I'm passing on this, of course. Yeah. I can't have an Orden run around with one arm, so I, I think I'm going to have to buy another troll. Yeah, uh, are they trolls a leg? Are they? Oh, are they not? Uh, are they not um, interchangeable? Full scramble? No, they're not. They're not. Uh, oh, that's 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 quite a bit different then. Yeah, I'm I'm all disillusioned now. I'm trying to think of the other one's name, the shark, and uh, I could have two sharks, but that would look kind of odd. Was that that wasn't Fenrir? That was um. No, that's the other yellow one. Ar Arbrock, Arbrock. Ah, oh, that's right. Albrecht. Albrecht. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to remember these third party names. Yeah, that's why I don't. Although. In the same respect for me, for it's kind of hard to remember the Hasbro names for it's the hard, combiner it, figures. It's hard enough to remember the Hasbro and Takara name. Remembering, like, five unofficial variants, yeah, it's not worth my effort. When you, get to to something like the, when you get to the Dinobots or something where there is literally five different unofficial versions, yeah, that's where I kind of fall off at remembering what anything's named. Someone's going to have to, you know do like a spreadsheet and cross-reference everything for us to be able to know like five years down the line. Excuse me. So yeah, I, I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. So uh, that's all we have this week on uh, There Goes My Money. Uh, thank you, Chris and Brian, for being on. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure you check us out live on Wednesdays at 8.30 Eastern Central Time for Radio Free Cybertron, the full, complete show. Lots more uh, co-hosts on that show. Lots too many normally, but we make it work. Sort of. Sort of. (laughs) 